0: Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7.
1: The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com.
2: Welcome to Outside the Ring, the most important show about boxing with your host, David Diaz. Get ready for four rounds of sports talk in one hour with an emphasis on boxing, both amateur and professional. Now, here's your host, former boxing great,
3: David Diaz. Welcome, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Outside the Ring. I am your host, 1996 U.S. Olympian and former WBC lightweight champion of the world, David Diaz. If you're into boxing, MMA, or any other sports, you tuned in to the right place. Outside the Ring is brought to you by VoiceAmericaSports.com. Well, guys, first of all, I want to first tell you guys that we're supposed to have uh, a guest on the show later on in our third segment, uh, Carlos Molina, who's going to be facing off against James Kirkland. But he's actually doing some uh, uh, media media uh, press uh, thing for, for his fights this Saturday. So we, you might, guys, end up hearing some crickets a little bit on uh, the third segment. But we'll, we'll hopefully he'll um, take time and, and, and come in. Well, guys, if, if you had the same bracket as the President did, President Obama, you know that Mizzou got knocked off. In their first game, so that messed up his bracket. Uh, but he still has three out of the four in there, and they're Kentucky, Ohio, North Carolina. And as for me, I want Kansas to win, and the only reason I want that to happen is because of my my guy, my my manager, my my good friend, and my cub man for for about eight nine years, a person that I love dearly to my heart. Uh, his alma mater is a uh, uh, Kansas, so it's uh, Jim Strickland. Uh, I hope uh, they win. So um, that's my pick. Uh, just strictly going from the heart with uh, Jim Strickland. Well, guys, the Bulls. You know, our Bulls are here in Chicago are doing great things, man. They're doing great things. And, and on Monday, they got a great win over the Orlando Magic. They won 85-59. to 59. And by beating the, the Magic, they accomplished three things that night. The first one is... They got uh coach Tibbs to to be the fastest coach to to get to a 100. So, you know, that's pretty pretty amazing. Uh the second one was that they set a franchise record for the fewest points allowed. Uh their previous one was 67 with uh the Milwaukee Bucks. And the third one was I think that they had uh um Dwight Howard thinking that he should have gone to Chicago, you know? But um, you know, what also that tells me is that uh, the 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 Bulls, you know, they they all can play together, and um, you know, obviously yesterday they uh, ended up beating Toronto, but they had a hard time, and a little bit they had to come from behind and come and end up beating them, but they did, and uh, with the me- uh, the bench mob coming out and, and doing their thing, you know, and that's that the Bulls have been doing this without uh, a Rose. He's been out for the last four games, five with this one, uh, on the bench because of pool going. But you know, for me, it's okay. Get the rest. Uh, rest is good for uh, for Rose because um, because you know we're gonna need him later on in 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 the playoffs. But while doing the rest and uh, preparing themselves to get back into the game, I believe it should be good for the um, you know the 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 Bulls to have him. Uh, Play around with 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 the guys or practice sort of like a sparring session with the uh, the the regular ones, the ones that are playing now, and then just go from there. Well, they're uh, they ended up beating the Raptors yesterday, but by um, coming from behind, you know, after uh, the half they were losing down. I think they got they were down by as much as like nine points, and then they they finally turned it up and and ended up beating the the Raptors. Now they're gonna play the Raptors again. Back here on on Saturday, so um, that that should be an interesting game as well. And for Rita, this going I'm be talking about the Hawks now. Rita, as you guys know, she was a she was a guest here on the show before, and um, she's a great great friend of mine. But she, like I say all the time, she's a diehard Blackhawks fan. And um, you know she 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 didn't get to watch the game yesterday, but I'm I believe it was because she was at the the Chicago Golden Gloves, which are taking place right now, is the preliminaries right now. So she's over there supporting the young guys, and and, and she has some, some fighters there as well. And um, she, she couldn't uh, be able to watch uh, the Blackhawks versus the Canucks. But for those of you who did not go to the Gloves to see some fight there, that's okay. And you guys ended up watching the Blackhawks. It was some tough hockey going on. You know, they were going back and forth. These guys do not like each other at all. And they say it, they know it, that they get up for this rivalry because it brings the best out of, out of, out of them for the Blackhawks. You know, so they ended up winning their fifth uh, straight win. Uh, but this one was in OT. And it was uh, Andrew Shaw who scored the winning goal off his shin pad to win the game in overtime. Uh, next up is uh, Nashville this Sunday. So that's that. That should be an interesting game as well. All right, guys. I know. I know you guys know about all this. Peyton Manning and you know how he wanted uh, to still play after so many seasons playing. You know, so he finally got picked up by uh, the Denver Broncos, which meant that Tim Tebow was shown the door. You know, but. Um, you know, through all the all the things t went with the, the the Broncos last year and getting him a nice run and, and everything, he was still showed the door and he was traded off to uh, the New Jersey uh, Nets. And T-Bow's uh, saying, from from what uh, uh, John Elway said, was that hey man, that's Payne Manning who wants to play here, not a problem. He's going to go over there and try his luck with the Jets. But now he's running into some problems over there too. Uh, their backup quarterback. The, uh, Drew Stanton now wants out because he says that he was promised the number two spot, you know, and that he gave up more money to stay there in, um, in New Jersey. So, you know, number trouble, uh, around the, uh, Drew, but that's all right, man. You know, he's a pretty tough, tough guy and, um, hopefully everything will, will turn out positive for him and, uh, we wish him nothing but the best and, uh, success over there and, um. See how it turns out. Well, guys, uh, you know also that uh, you guys remember when after Juan Manuel Marquez, uh, 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 not Marquez, Lopez, um, lost lost his fight. He started bad mouthing, which uh, the referees saying that you know he he uh, was betting, so that that's why he stopped the fight. Well, now the referee comes out and and, and says that he was not. Satisfied with the apology of the former WBA, WBO featherweight champion, uh, he said it seems sincere, but start it stopped short of, of satisfying him. And what I thought sincerely was what you wanted from an apology. I he's saying it didn't it didn't meet their uh, his son because um Lopez blamed uh, his son who had his fight the previous year that they were both in on, on gambling. So what this is all about is uh, I guess uh the guys wanted them to do a joint apology thing and if Juan Manuel can do that that they are not going to sue. Typically what what the man is saying that he still wants to sue Juan Manuel Marquez and that he's going Lopez I'm sorry and that he's going to go go after him uh, to get what he wants. Honestly, I I think that's ridiculous if the guy said he was sorry He's sorry. Let it go. And, um, it, it was a guy. He just got knocked out, man. You got to understand. Sometimes when things like that happen, right away you start looking for excuses in to blaming anything other than yourself and, and what just happened. So to me, I think this is really just more about uh, a money issue and they, they, they want to go after him and they feel that this is the way, the way to do it. I personally don't think so, but, you know, um, you can't, you can't, you can't stop them. They wanna do it, they wanna try it, they wanna try it on the court system. So, I guess go ahead. You know, um former heavyweight champion Mike Tyson wants to take his one man Las Vegas show to Broadway. You know, a lot of people are saying that that's what he wants to do. His, uh, his, uh, his way of, uh, uh, of saying that he always wanted a, be on Broadway and be with the big lights there too. He's got a one man show. It's called The Undisputed Truth. It's going on right now in, um, in Vegas and it runs from, well, it's going to be going on from the April 13th to the 18th at the MGM Grand. So if you guys want to go out there and, and see, um, Mike Tyson do his, uh, stand up comedy, I guess you would say, The Undisputed Truth. Go go and check it out guys. I think you guys would would uh really like that real good. Um there's also some some more fights um that I wanna talk about. Um there's the this fight that is gonna take place now, which is uh Brandon Rios. He's gonna fight uh Richard Avril. Abri- um you know, this is this this fight ended up happening because um Yorkies Gamboa bailed out at at the last minute, you know, they had done a lot of little press press uh, uh, tours for it and um, he had not shown up for two of them so that 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 fight later on became uh, canceled because uh, Gamboa said I never signed nothing so now top rank is going to is going to try to sue him but at one of the uh, conferences for Brandon Rios saying that you know, he wasn't going to fight. Um, Uh, Gamboa and uh, he was going to fight Abril so now there's a there's a thing where a video on on fight news that it shows uh, Abril going into Brandon's own press little thing to talk about his next fight and he starts you know bad mouthing each other And it's and it's pretty cool. So I I think you guys should go see it. Uh, Brandon Rios, everybody, everybody knows uh, Brandon Rios. He uh, doesn't pull any punches with his words or says what he's gonna do. The guy's a tough little kid. I um I I like his uh, his little spunk attitude. I like it that he's rough and and tough. And you know he he's he's gonna he's basically what Rios has done is when he talks that he's gonna hurt put a hurting on somebody. He goes out and he does it. So much respect to him and, 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 um, I hope he does go out there and, 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 does what he has to do. But also on that, on, on this thing, there's also another little twist to the Brandon Rios, uh, brief fight. It's going to be paired up with, um, um, uh, Marcus, Juan Manuel Marcus. They're going to be, uh, doing a, a pay per view event where Marcus is going to be fighting in, in Mexico and Brandon Rios is going to be fighting in Vegas. So it's gonna be kind of like of a a, a split a, a split thing that they're gonna be doing, which I think is good for boxing and um, should be great. Like again, um, I told you guys also about uh, Carlos Molina. Hopefully he will be in here, and uh, we will be able to uh, talk to him later on in, in the show. But um, you guys can call in later on in, in in the third segment if he doesn't show up. But right now we're gonna to go to break. Take it easy.
0: 7 p.m. Eastern to the Voice America Sports Channel.
2: Looking for the best show about horse racing and handicapping? Want to play the ponies? <laughs> Join us every week for Winning Ponies with John Englehart, racing's regular guy, where you'll go inside and behind the scenes with the top jockeys, trainers, agents, and handicappers in the world of horse racing. This show is the perfect complement to the Winning Ponies Handicapping website. Listen for top plays for the weekend and the spot play of the week and win prizes just for calling in. Winning Ponies with John Engelhart is live Thursdays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports
0: Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
2: You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to david at diazsportsinc.com. That's com. Now, back to Outside the Ring.
3: Alright guys, thanks for coming back. This is the outcome. Alright guys, on March 16th, which was last Friday, uh, former WBO junior waterweight Titleist Kendall r Arholt overpowered Tim the Pitbull Coleman in a two round demolition of Friday night and, uh, C- C- Cavanza, California. You know, uh, Holt dropped, uh, Coleman in, in the first, in the first with, uh, uh, left hook, to, I believe it was to the body. And, you know, then again, Coleman was down three times, uh, or two or three times, uh, more in, in, in round two. And then Coleman's corner just stepped in and, and waved it off. But, um, you know, I'm, I really was expecting more from Tim Coleman and, 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 uh, Kendall Holt's fight. Not to say anything on, on Kendall Holt, just on Tim Coleman. That I thought that he was going to be able to do, um, a little bit more of a fight than he did. Uh, against, uh, uh, Coleman, but sometimes, you know, guys can't, can't step into the spotlight and, and, and perform like, like they're supposed to. But that's just part, part of the game. Some mental, mental issues there, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> Excuse me. Also, I had, uh, talked before on, um, about, uh, the, another Sphinx. Uh, Leon, Leon, uh, third generation Sphinx. You know, he, uh, he was making his, uh, debut. Um, he's the grandson of former heavyweight champion Leon Spinks. And, um, we were, uh, I was saying that, you know, this is, uh, St. Louis is their, their, their hotbed for all the Spinks. Yeah. Everybody knows Corey Spinks. He was, uh, undisputed waterweight champion of the world. Uh, real fast guy, nice guy to, uh, hang around with. I, I hung around with him for, for a lot of times and real cool cat. But Leon Spinks, uh, uh, third generation Spinks, uh, Won his uh, professional debut. Uh, he quickly uh, took out Casey Crane. Uh, knocking him out with the, uh, with the right hook and um, lights out. So he ended up uh, winning his fight. Also, WBC lightweight uh, champion Antonio DeMarco uh, retained his title with an explosive uh, fifth round knockout of Mickey, Miguel Mickey uh, Roman on Saturday night at the, uh, in Mexico. You know, Antonio DeMarco is uh, the one who beat um, uh, Jorge Linares from Venezuela. So I got a little bit more things to say on on that later on. But um, they're going to, I believe, be going at it again. And now, fights that took place in St. Patrick's, in the NYC on St. Patrick's Day. I'm sorry. It was Sergio uh, Martinez versus Matthew Macklin. And you know, I'm first gonna start about uh, talking about the, the the main event. You know, because uh, I I knew he was gonna I, I knew he was gonna win, but I just didn't think the fight was gonna be sort of uh, of that type of fight that they fought. Macklin was was uh, um you know had a little head movement was, but he had a, a tight defense, a tight defense that that Sergio could not you know penetrate or or or. Or do anything. And I don't know. To me Sergio looked like he was um, not like in the zone for the fight. He just didn't open up right away or, or didn't have no motivation to it. And um, it wasn't until he <laughs> he got supposedly knocked down. You know he didn't get knocked down. But um, you know it, it, the referee ruled it a knockdown. that You can clearly see that this guy slipped. And even though he touched uh, his glove to the ground. Um, they had, you know, by rules, they, they got to say it. But I think they, the referee should have said, you know, you it know, was a slip. If he seen it that way, you know, because nobody knows uh, what the referee is looking at. Majority of the time, nobody does anyway. Um, and um, it was, you know, after that, after that seventh round, I think that lit a fire under um, uh, Martinez's butt. Because after that, you just seen the difference of the abli- uh, ability of... of of his fighting, his style, his speed, everything, his explosiveness. It was just, uh, clearly, uh, a victory on his way for victory. But, um, you know, and he finished him off and, you know, um, the corners t- stopped in in the 11th round and, um, uh, they waved it off and that was it for, uh, uh, the Sergio Martinez. Um, they waved the fight off. Now the co-main event was one that I really wanted to watch because um it was uh one of our guys uh from here from Chicago Donovan "Da Bomb" George was uh going against Edwin "La Bomba" Rodriguez which is funny because there's two bombs going against each other now nah. well whatever <laughs> well you know it was it, I think Donovan uh did good um I I thought he, he was a little bit uh um I don't know if he would have put his punches together and, and put a little bit more pressure on him. I think, um, I think it would have been a different outcome. I just think that uh, he gave uh, uh, Rodriguez too much, too much movement. He was able to slip out right away and never uh, hone in on him and, and be able to land all the punches that, that he wanted to. I mean, if, if, if anybody lived up to uh, their uh, name, uh, to the ring was Donovan was um the bomb was Donovan. He really went out there because with every intention he was he was trying to um uh, put Rodriguez away, but Rodriguez was a little bit better, a little bit better on the uh, boxing skills because you could see that Rodriguez had a little bit more amateur experience in the sense that he was able to box him more and um, didn't really stand in front of George because obviously he knew that if he did. There was going to be a lot of, uh, um, um, a lot of problems in, in, in that situation there. So again, um, Donovan didn't come out with the win, but, you know, I mean, this is another experience under his belt. So I'm pretty sure he's, uh, pretty, pretty, um, I mean, obviously he's down about, uh, the outcome. Um, if he looks back on the, on the video, which, most of the times we always do and and see the see the the mistakes that we made and and, and just try to correct them and uh just be a little bit more active when you're fighting a, a boxer like uh Rodriguez because um boxers tend to uh win the fight. I mean, he was throwing three four punches, uh combinations and just moving because he didn't want nothing to do with it. But, you know, it's it's, it's part of it that that happens. You know, in in the sport, when you put up uh, a boxer uh, against a puncher like uh, Donovan, and that's pretty much what it's going to be. On to the fights that were supposed to happen that uh, that didn't happen. You know, middleweight um, Martin Murray uh, was uh, forced to withdraw from the WBC World Middleweight Title Challenge against Julio Cesar Chavez because he could not get uh, a visa, and he wouldn't be able to come into uh, the U.S., uh, he should just go down to Mexico and come through there and he'd be all right, but uh, I guess uh they were not he he couldn't uh, <laughs> do it but um you know this fight was supposed to happen it was to happen in um in El Paso uh, uh Texas on June sixteenth but you know uh, it won't it won't it won't happen so that's it. however, out of that happening. There was a, a middleweight, uh, the WBC number four and WBA number two and WBA num- number two middleweight. Andy Lee is seeking uh, a world title shot against uh, WBC middleweight champion Julio Cesar Chavez for that exact same date in El Paso, Texas at the, at the Sun Bowl. You know, Lee uh, wants to, uh, um, you know, to, to fight Chavez. And. He's ready for for his opponent. I mean, for an opponent to to fight, you know. So uh, he really wants to uh, go after Chavez Jr. But wait a minute, he's not the only one that that, that wants to go and 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 fight Chavez or wants to make a fight happen for Chavez. The WBC jumped all over this and and said that you know their uh uh the fight uh since the fight of uh. Chavez and, and Murray's off. They want uh, negotiations to begin between Chavez Jr. and Sergio Martinez, so they can fight. You know, um, I don't know if this is uh, going to be pretty good for for Chavez Jr. or or you know because uh, obviously Sergio Martinez is is uh, is a great fighter. But they're saying that uh, the negotiating period for 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 these guys already began and is going to conclude on April 9th. So if they haven't come to, you know, an agreement or anything, um, by April 16th, they're going to take, uh, uh, action. If Sergio Martinez doesn't want to take part of it, he's going to be disqualified as a mandatory challenger. But if it's Su- uh, Julio, who is one uh, that doesn't want to take part, he will be disqualified as champion. And, uh... The president WBC of the WBC, Sergio, I mean uh, Jose Suleiman is uh, going to be very disappointed because he says that the uh, WBC has stuck by these guys and uh, they want the WBC. The WBC wants them to to take action and and to start doing it. You know, a week after his arrival in South, uh, in uh, the mountains of Big Bear, California, uh, the WBC Super Waterway champion. Uh, has been sparring, uh, Sauka, uh, Canelo Alvarez has been sparring, um, and with the new icon of Mexico, he, he is, uh, waiting for his chance against Mosley in Vegas, and, um, this is going to be his fourth title defense. That's going to be a good fight, uh, for, uh, Canelo, it's because he's going to test him. I don't know, I don't think Mosley's going to have, is going to be, uh, the one to beat Canelo. Uh, I just think Canelo's going to be, uh. He's just going to be able to withstand a lot more of the punches. And I, I just don't see Mosey winning this fight. You know, um, former uh, uh, WBC, w, uh, World Champion, Abner, Abner Marez, I'm sorry, and former two-time champion, Eric Morales, uh, Eric Morales posed on March 20th in, uh, in El Paso, Texas for the press conference and, um, and announced that the April 20th is going to be the fight. So, you know, this should be a, a good one as well. You know, Eric Morales is saying that Danny Garcia is just a measuring stick to see uh, if how well he is in, 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 in matching himself up against uh, the, 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 the champions of the 140. So he's just uh, looking as a, for Danny Garcia as a, as a, as just to see where he's at. He's really not thinking highly of him and he's gonna be uh looking past him which is ooh kind of like a not not a thing to do against a young guy like uh Danny Garcia who goes out there and fights and gives his heart out to fight so uh, i don't know Eric i think you should take him seriously and uh and go after him you know also on the other card is going to be Carlos Molina which i hope he will be on the show um and um hopefully he will be he's going to be fighting um James Kirkland and um this is uh, about for the eliminator of uh the, probably the chance to fight uh Saúl Canelo Alvarez so we'll hope and, and wait and see what happens with uh that fight and hopefully he'll be on the show in the next segment so we're going to go take a break ladies and gentlemen
0: to the pros we we cover cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports ready for in your face sports want to talk about the topics that nobody else is willing to talk about either because they're too scared to touch them or just don't think it's the way to go you're not going to be shy here. Tune in to Here's the Deal with Mega and Steel, featuring Ike Mega Griffin and Sydney Steel Justice. We've got the facts to back up the talk and invite you to join us every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern, just before the weekend on the Voice America Sports Channel. We tell it like it is. Kevin Lewis has been a student of the game his entire life. From Little League to the NFL, tune in Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, right here on Voice America Sports. Hustling with Kay Lewis. It's not where you start, it's how you finish. What if there was a program that brought the best in sports and the best of entertainment together in one place? It can be done, and Darnell Autry proves it every week on Outside the Spotlight.
2: You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to David at Diaz Inc.com. That's Diaz Now, back to Outside the Ring.
3: All right, we're back. All right, man. We're supposed to have a fighter in our fighters corner, but he's uh, obviously detained in in his uh, press conference for uh, his fight, his upcoming fight. Uh, He's going to be fighting uh, James Kirkland. So you know, I really wanted to talk about to uh, um, Carlos Molina about his way of boxing, um, or his record, or his. his way of, of getting to fights. You know, he's, he's a tough kid, man, a nice guy. I've trained with him, um, here in Chicago. He's from Chicago and uh, a really nice guy, a guy that is in the gym. He's like one one of those guys that you call a gym rat because he's in there every day working out whether he has a, a fight or not. And that's what, um, I think that, um, uh, a lot of people uh, end up calling him right away because he's ready at short notice. And some people tend not to because they know they're in for a fight because of his way of fighting and his style of fighting. So he's going to be actually taking on um, James Kirkland on uh, this Saturday on, his, uh, on the fight um, uh, with Eric Morales and uh, Danny Garcia. So, you know, it's going to be um, a very very tough fight for for uh, um Carlos but I, I think even a tougher fight stylistically wise speaking um because of the way he fights he's always a pressure type of fighter that goes in there and and makes it as awkward as you can as he can for for a person i i have had the pleasure or not so pleasure of sparring with him a couple of times even though we had a big uh, uh weight difference and he's a very awkward fighter, and uh, very difficult to try to um, get a, a read on with um, with with Carlos. And like I said, he's he's a good kid who's who's done tremendous for himself, even though he's done everything by himself. In the sense that he's uh, uh, worked real hard, and 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 doesn't have a, a lot of people coming in and helping him out. He's a guy that's in there and and grinding it out. For um, the for his fights, also um, I know I was uh, this this everything threw me off, but I wanted to give you guys also uh, um, uh, upcoming fights. You know, on 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 Friday and on Showtime, there's going to be some fights going on uh, in Tucson, Arizona. Diego Magdaleno versus uh, Miguel Beltrán for uh, super featherweight. And um, then later on on ESPN2, you're going to have Antoine Smith versus Robert Amenanza uh, Amenanza Garcia in the welterweight division. And then obviously it's going to be the the March 24th on on Saturday on HBO. You're going to see Eric Morales versus Danny Garcia. And uh, the co-main event is going to be James Kirkland versus versus Carlos Molina, um, the fighter I'm talking about now, who's obviously not here with us. But that's all right. We um I I think this kid uh, uh deserves that shot because I think after this fight God willing everything goes great for him. He's going to end up fighting um um uh, uh Saul Canelo cuz from what I hear he's been asked well he's been wanting that fight with him and um last time that he threw his name in the hat for a, a possible fight with them. They it didn't happen. Um you know with, with this fight, and, and this just goes to show you guys that boxing is a very tough sport. It, it's a sport that, that you know, um, if you're not prepared or, or ready for it, it, it will eat you up alive. And the good thing that has kept Carlos in, in the sport and fighting against um, and being called up to fight against all these other well-named fighters is that he's, um, he's always ready and... He's willing to fight anybody and everybody in there, you know. So I, I definitely do wish, um, wish him the best. Um, he has the style, like I said already. He has the style to beat James Kirkland because he's a very awkward, um, awkward person in, in the way he fights. But hey, guys, we got him on the line, Carlos. Hello. Yo, Carlos. Hey, what's up, David? hey brother how you Thanks doing? good 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 how, how did your press conference go yeah
4: everything good everything uh there's a, there's a final press conference uh you know get us
3: out of the way and tomorrow way in and Saturday we fight so I'm feeling good well, that's good that's good that's good that you're feeling good uh like I want to ask you a real quick question what was your uh, thoughts on the george and Rodriguez fight donovan George and Rodriguez fight did you watch it first of all
4: yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, you know, of course I was rooting for Donovan George, and uh, you know, I was a uh, man. I just, you know, I was broken that he lost that fight,
3: man. Yeah, you know, I mean, for for me, I just think uh, Donovan uh, went went um, too much to the power thing, trying to trying to throw bombs away with him, and and uh, uh, the other thing is Rodriguez wasn't there, and he knew that if he stood in there, for me, my thinking was that Rodriguez knew if. He stood in front of Donovan and stayed there in front. He wasn't going to win that fight. So he ended up doing the right thing to win. And the only thing that, that I feel bad for, for Donovan is he wasn't able to adjust uh, to uh, the fighting that Rodriguez did. But, you know, uh, you live and you learn, and hopefully he'll learn from that. You know, the, obviously, the, the you know, you got a big fight coming up. But I want to I let everybody know that, um, you know, you, you've you been fighting. You're, you're one of those tough fighters, bro. That once they call you up, you're ready to throw down against anybody. Um, You fought uh, Chavez Jr. when Chavez Jr. was coming up. And to everybody that that seen the first fight you guys had, everybody says you won that fight. Um, How do you feel about that fight? Uh,
4: Definitely. I feel like I won both of the fights that I fought. Uh, I mean, the first one
3: I definitely won it and they
4: gave us a draw in Mexico. And the mm-hmm. second one, uh, you know, I felt like I did enough to, you know, to get the win. And, you know, one just had a draw, the judges gave it to him. So it was a pretty close fight. But, uh, I mean, yeah. I, I learned from all those fights. You know, I learned that, uh you know, not to leave it too close. You know, that was a mistake that I was doing at first.
3: Yeah, obviously. And that's something that we, that we know that we shouldn't do once we go into hostile territory, man. Out there in yeah. Mexico, you know. Even though... Uh, we're Mexican or or anything, uh, but when we go from the U.S. over there, they don't like us. You know that. <laughs> Other oh, story, yeah. Yeah. Now, which one? Which one uh, is the fight that stands out to you the most? Which one's the fight that that you feel that is a memorable fight where you're like, wow, I can't believe I got there.
4: Uh, I mean, uh, you know what? Talking about that Chavez Jr. fight, that was pretty cool because when I when I got there, the first time I fought him in Mexico Monterrey. I fought him, and, and, you know, they were, like, you know, they were booing me because, you know, I was from the United States, and, you know, my child was from Mexico, so, so after, after the decision was announced to draw, then everybody was booing him and chanting my last name, so that was pretty
3: uh-huh. cool. Uh-huh. Oh, so then that was, that was a nice one for you, man.
4: Yeah, that was pretty cool, it was pretty cool because, uh, you know, everybody was chanting my name, so they let me know right away that, that I won the fight, you know, even though I felt like I won the fight also, you know, it just uh-huh. reassured me even more, the crowd agreed with me.
3: All right, well, now, I, I, I've been talking about, you know, you got James Kirkland. He's a tough fighter, uh, um, you know. What What have you done to get, you know, ready for this fight? Did they give you, first of all, let me let me rephrase that question again. Did they give you enough time to get ready for <laughs> James Kirkland?
4: Man, this is the most time I've ever had. And, you <laughs> know, I took advantage of it, you know, I mean. I wasn't called on six days notice like my other fights, and we had a you know we had the best camp ever because we never had this much time. We always we always on standby, you know, just wait for that phone call and, and let's do it, you know. And <laughs> for us to have you know three three and a half four months of training, it's just man, it was it was the best, and I, I feel the best.
3: You, you didn't know what to do, huh? You, you were like, ah, let me wait two more weeks. Let me wait uh, another month, then I'll start working out. But no. No, no, no. <laughs> we started
4: working out right away and working on conditioning, uh, strength, you know, and then we picked up the sparring and, you know, we did everything, everything, everything went perfect.
3: Oh, wow, that's good. That's good, man. I'm happy to hear that. So now with, with, with getting that much time in there, What what is what what did you work on? What was the things that that you feel that you need to do to get uh, to to Kirkland? Uh,
4: I mean, uh, you know, defense. I mean, work your defense. uh, Make him miss. Make him reach. I see he he reaches a lot. You know, he's over aggressive and use that against him. You know, as soon as he misses, want to make him counter. We want to counter and you know and make him pay for his mistakes and you know take and then work his body and just. You know, do everything and to make him think twice about you know just throwing wildly like he always does.
3: Exactly, man. I I think I think you're you're in line for for a a, a great upset. Um, honestly speaking, your your way of fighting um, is going to give him trouble, something that he's never seen before. So I, I I'm definitely pulling for you, man, and and I'm wishing nothing but the best and success for you in in this fight, but also. Um. You also got to be careful with his his ability as well, right?
4: Yes, definitely. I mean, I appreciate everything you're saying. Uh, I appreciate it a lot, David. And uh yeah, just uh, you got to be aware of what he what he has. You know, I mean, he he comes. He's a real pressure fighter. You know, he's really got power. Uh, you know, he just keeps coming forward. You know, even though he's been down in his in his fights, he's always been down in the first round. And uh, you know. You just, you, you can't look at that. You just gotta go there and do your fate. And, and uh, you know, I'm focused and, you know, I feel good. So I'm in really, really good shape and I'm focused and I'm, I'm ready to go.
3: Well, that's good. That's good. Now, how has, um, you know, you've been, you've been training in, 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 in Chicago. Your cancer, you said you've been great. Um, uh, how long have you been with your coach, Victor Martel?
4: Victor Martel. We've been, uh, how many years has it been, uh, think four years it's 2007 about to be five years and uh i got i got 12 wins or 11 wins in a row and in a draw with lara with with victor mateo on my team Uh, and uh i feel like the combination of of my my first trainer that i still take with me everywhere everywhere every time i fight you know uh, he helped me out a lot and i feel like the combination of of, uh my first trainer and victor technique, you know, really made me be a, like a, like a different fighter than, than people are used to usually seeing.
3: No, that's, that's good. I, I, I think Victor Mateo has, has been a great addition to, to you, uh, because he, he has helped you, like you said, he has, uh, helped you out a little bit more in, in the sense of, of the style fighting wise. And, and he. he First of all, he's a great person, good guy, and uh, I'm wishing nothing but success to you guys for this fight against Kirkland. Now, with 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 saying that of success, I know you don't want to think past him, but I I seen on the internet and stuff like that 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 you had been offered or you threw your hat into fight Saul Canelo Alvarez. Uh, I mean they they just that's what they're
4: saying. I mean the plan is. I hear more about him saying that, you know, after he wins, that he wants to fight Canelo Alvarez and everything. So uh, I'm looking at it the other way, too. Like, you know, so if I win, I mean, do I get the title shot, too, also? I mean, that's what we're hoping for. But, I mean, if it doesn't happen, then we just go out there and fight anybody at 154 pounds. I want to fight the top contenders out there and just gain more experience. And, you know, you know, one of these days uh, I want to be at the elite level where I can compete with... Uh, You know, the elite guys out
3: there. Definitely, definitely. Hey, can you hang on uh, a couple more minutes, man? I want to be able to uh, talk to you and uh, say some more things, but we've got to go to a commercial break. Most definitely, David. Most definitely. All right. All right. Thanks. We'll be back, guys.
1: Voice America Sports.
2: You're tuned in to Outside the Ring with David Diaz. If you want to give us your questions and comments, call us right now at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. If you want, you can also send us an email to David at Inc.com. That's DiazSportsInc.com.
3: Now, back to Outside the Ring. All right we're back and this is the championship corner um I want to do a little introduction again for for uh, Carlos who uh, who uh, came in a little bit late I was gonna tell him to everybody that we have a a great fighter from Chicago a guy who's uh, who works hard and 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 is like a gym rat you know he's always working out always doing this thing um Always looking for sparring in, 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 in the gyms. Some people want to spar him, some people don't. I was one of them. I sparred him once, then I was done with that, you know? Uh, then now he's too heavy for me. But, uh, King Carlos Molina is still here with us. Carlos, say hello. <laughs> How you doing? How's everybody? Uh, hope everybody's uh, good. All right, man. Doing, David? Now you know. All right, brother. We were uh, we were talking about about with you about about your fight coming up and everything. Now you're you're down. You were telling me during the break how how, how great you feel and and how everything has, has been um accomplished well and you've had the long. This has been your longest training session uh, to prepare for a fight. Um give us a little bit more. What were you, what was like your routine since you had such a long time? What was your routine like?
4: Uh, meaning, what I, usually my routine would be, uh, what I did for this one was working out like around 11 o'clock in the afternoon and then, uh, and then after I'm done working out, I used to run right afterwards because, I mean, I, I wanted to make it as hard as possible, you know, even though I was tired and, uh, I got my condition and my strength up like that, and I also added uh, two times a week. I added uh, strength and conditioning with uh, Freddie Cuevas. Mhm. Freddie Cuevas at a LA boxing gym, and uh, oh, wow. I did that twice a week. Apart from uh, from my six days of working out, six days a week, and running also six days a week. So I was at oh, the gym all the time. I Only had Sunday off, and then Sunday was my, you know, the time I spent with my family and and, and uh, just relax and and you know recover, recuperate, and for the next day for Monday.
3: Uh, and and uh, let me ask you, who who were you sparring? Did you uh, bring in sparring for for this fight, or did you spar here in Chicago, or how how did you guys handle that that part of? Yeah, um,
4: we we sparred in Chicago. Here we got we had sparring partners. Uh, we had a sparring partner from uh, from Miami, brought in for us, a Cuban, a Cuban southpaw. His mm. name is uh, Quiñones. Mm. He's a he's a heavier guy, which is what we wanted because we wanted him, to, to, you know, to be you know bigger bigger and strong, big and strong, so that you know, because Kirkland, you know, is a strong, strong fighter, so we we got a like a light heavyweight guy so he could go hard and you know and just get used to being somebody even stronger than Kirkland for this fight. And, uh, apart from that, we used, uh, Alex Martin from, from Chicago, from, uh, okay. Harvey, Illinois. Right. The softball, you know, he, he's, it's a different style, but, I mean, he's real technical. If you could hit, if you could hit Alex Martin, then, you know, it should be easier to hit somebody like Kirkland. And, uh, right. you know, that worked out pretty good. And then we just, uh, we rotated another, another softball in there, whoever we could get. But those two guys are the main guys that, that helped me
3: out. Oh, that's good, that's good. Now, in, in, in getting all those, all those type of fighters in there, you feel you are very prepared for this fight and that you're gonna go over there and, uh, and, and do your thing, huh?
4: Yeah, I, I mean, we, we were sparring 15 rounds, I mean, cause this fight's a 12 rounder, so, you know, if you, if, you, if you're gonna fight a 12 rounder, you gotta, you know, you gotta train for a, uh, for 15 rounder, and that's what we were doing. And, you know, we're just going 15 rounds with, with three different guys rotating and, and, uh, and I feel strong still after, even after the 15 rounds, I felt like I could, you know, just keep going. And, uh, and, uh, and
3: I mean, you, you, were, you were telling me, you were telling me about your diet, that you were, you're all good. You don't have to, um, um, cut weight or anything like that. You're on point. What, what did your diet consist of?
4: I, I had a lot of fish, a lot of, I like fish, fish, vegetables, uh, chicken breasts, and uh, you know, everything, of course, you drink it with water, and uh, you know, just eating uh, three, you know, small meals, three, three a day, you know, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and uh, just eating healthy, eating good, and uh, that's, that's pretty much it. I watch my weight, and I'm, I'm glad for it right now that I feel this, I feel as strong as I ever felt the week of the fight.
3: Uh, That's good, that's good. How many, how many of your family and friends are are going down there to, uh, uh, check you out fight, man? You have a caravan Uh, coming in or what?
4: Yeah, we got like, uh, I say what, almost like 16 people coming in from Chicago and, uh, and Wisconsin. My parents are from Wisconsin and, uh, so we should have a couple, you know, have some support from, uh, from the fans and, uh, hopefully we get some support here from the fans here in Texas.
3: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And you know you will because uh, a lot of people have seen you fight before on TV. They've seen you fight against uh, Chavez and, and, and other fights as well. So you know you're going to get uh, support. Now, I, at the press conference uh, that you just came from, did uh, Kirkland mouth off or did he say anything? What did he say? Did he give you uh, respect or, or how, how was the press conference over there? Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he
4: gave me respect. He, you know, he's not a, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't talk a lot either. You know, he's just, Saying that he's gonna let you know, let let uh the fight do the talking for him, and that he's in top shape, and you know that we'll put him through a you know a hard training camp and everything. So you know he's ready. You know he's saying he's ready, and I'm ready, and just uh, excited for this on Saturday.
3: Looking yeah, that's to- good. Yeah, man. You know, you know, what? we're gonna be watching over here. Everybody in Chicago is gonna be watching here because, hey, man. You're one of our guys and, and, and we want you to win. Uh, we, uh, wish you nothing but the best and, and, and come oh, back yeah. home with it. Come back home with that victory, dude. Don't leave. Uh, Don't leave Tech. And you know, you, you it's going to be hard, man. You know, that's his hometown. I mean, well, his home state, you know? Yeah, So cool. you go in there, you go in there and, and you go in there and do your thing and bring, bring that victory back. But before I let you go, Carlos, man, is there anywhere where people want to wish you well, if uh, you got a fan page on Facebook or anything like that? Could you tell yeah,
4: them? Yeah, I do. I got a fan page. Uh, it's under uh, King Carlos Molina. And, uh yeah, anybody, um, you know, just log on and uh King Carlos Molina page, and uh, I'll answer, you know, get back at you, you know, and everything, and... uh just to let you know that I'm gonna represent Chicago also. I'm gonna put a I got a Mexican I got a Mexican flag on one side of the leg, a little strip, and then I got the Chicago flag on the other side also. So I'll be i will be and fighting for the city. I'll be representing they, the city, and I'm I'm proud of, I'm
3: proud of it. All right, brother man, we wish you nothing but 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 success on uh, your fight against Kirkland, and um come back home with the victory, bro. And uh, all right, I God bless you, you, brother. All right, thanks man, thanks baby. Right. thanks for having me on, man. Appreciate it. All right, brother. Thanks for being on, man. All right. All right. Take care, man. All right, brother. All right, guys. Well, you guys heard it, man. It's King Carlos Molina against uh, James Kirkland. should be a great fight. And with that being said, uh, it's time to uh, to leave. I got to go pick up my kids. So until next time, I'll see you outside the ring.
2: Thanks again for joining us. Outside the Ring with David Diaz can be heard again next Thursday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Sports Channel. We'll see you next week.